When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it's uh, Dave here, and I'm back again with my wife and co-host, Cathy. Hello. And you're listening to The Cinemile. Uh, we have uh, a lot of new listeners all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, we, we, for anyone who doesn't know, we, we were nominated for a, a British Podcast Award, which uh, happened on Saturday night, and we won Best New Podcast. Yes, much to our shock. Yeah, yeah we were very shocked. Yeah. Cathy was so shocked, she um, didn't really want to go up on stage I didn't think you knew that you were supposed to go up I was I had to, I was, I had to push you I also was wearing a very tight dress and have a really big pregnancy bump so I was, so it was more of a waddle I was really, struggling to get up on stage anyway and also slightly overwhelmed by the situation we were in uh, yes uh, so well thank you so much to to the judges and uh, it was just an honour to we were just honoured to be nominated in, in a room full of just incredible podcasters and we met so many of you so uh, I mean I'm rambling that was yeah just, you're rambling it was we were just trying to get selfies with celebs before we got kicked out of there <laughs> <laughs> um, so what an honour and um, and then yesterday we woke up to uh, a, a review by Miranda Sawyer in the in the Observer and it was in the Guardian online um, of our podcast and it was yes. incredible it was glowing so thank you very much for that um, again I'll we laughed for about an hour maybe after we read that article um, <laughs> and my main takeaway from the article was it was a lovely oh, review yeah. which Here I was so happy about she said really nice things about us but predominantly there was a mention of the fact that Kathy especially is hilarious yes so you are officially the funny one yeah officially now. so anyone who knows Dave knows that Dave prides himself in being very funny what? making That's lots of jokes I, I guess I try too hard. <laughs> it just comes naturally to you. <laughs> so this is just possibly the best thing that ever happened to our marriage to me. And then at the print edition, it said, Cinemile Cathy and Husband Dave underneath the photo. Yeah. So I'll be known as just Husband Dave. Um, I'm the Robin to your Batman now. And I apologise because this is the third podcast in a row where I've been sick and coughing, which is not nice for people to listen to. No. No. So um, today... We're supposed to be packing up our house. We're moving house. Uh, we've, we've bought a house. Um, and we're very excited about that. So Not in Richmond, hence us packing up no, and leaving No, this Richmond. might be it's probably one of our last cinema <coughs> trips to Richmond, in mm-hmm. fact. So we're supposed to be packing. We've got uh, uh, quite a lot of it done, but we're not even close because, you know, there's always more than you think. And it's being a real drag, so we just decided to go to the cinema instead. But the downside is that there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing good on, no. or there's nothing good on that we haven't already seen. And our S- cinema has a really bad selection. We even said, look, we'll stretch a point and pay to go to the Curzon, 
and they didn't have anything either except they did have Lady Macbeth we have to say that was there but neither of us were quite in the mood for that one well it's a bank holiday Monday I'm not really <laughs> not really up for stretching no, my brain too much I'm not feeling well and also we need to pack so this movie that we're going to see is only 97 minutes long yeah if, if, if anyone who doesn't know Cathy uh, judges all movies based on their duration <laughs> yeah. so this is <coughs> The Boss Baby which I'll admit looks pretty terrible you haven't seen anything of this, have you? No, but this fits into our new strand of trying to watch parenting movies. I know it's a little bit thin, but it does. Yeah, so we are expecting. We're, our baby is coming in August 24th. Um, I don't know, is this going to get any parenting tips from the boss baby? Well, you never know. Apparently well, it's based on a picture book that I do know, but I haven't even seen the trailer. Based on a picture book? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is Alec Baldwin in it, though? Alec Baldwin is the boss baby. Oh! Okay, that's He's fun. He's the voice of the baby. Oh, so, well, I love him. Um, a couple of episodes back, we, we did an experiment. We did the Cinemeter, where we just stayed at home and watched Look Who's Talking. And uh, we discussed who our celebrity voices would be for our child. Yeah, and he never came in. If I thought of him, I would have picked him. I don't know. Would you want your baby to be talking to you in Alec Baldwin's voice? Yeah, I love that his voice. That would be horrifying. Well, we also said we would have Liam Neeson from Taken, so... <laughs> that would be a lot more threatening. <laughs> uh, but I just reckon Bruce Willis, because he did such a good job and look who's talking. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why we're going to see this. Apologies. It's probably going to be terrible, and none of our listeners will have actually seen it. But people with kids might have seen it. Yeah, well, let's go in with an open mind. It's DreamWorks Animation. They've done some really good stuff in the past in my books. I mean, <coughs> Shrek is... was I love Shrek. Um was one of the first DVDs I ever owned. Ooh. Um, Monsters vs. Aliens was fun. What else? How to one. Train Your Dragon is a beautiful movie. Yeah, I love How to Train Your Dragon. And it's a great has a great soundtrack. Um, but they do a lot of shite as well. Yeah, I'm like I, I have low enough expectations for this one actually. Um, so I hopefully be pleasantly surprised. I think the main issue is going to be the fact that we are going as two adults with no children which is weird we've got a child and right here <laughs> and everyone they just can't it's just, gonna be it's just trapped in the, your belly the cinema's gonna be filled with children and Dave tends to get really irate by that so I'm warning you now you cannot well, get cross on a bank holiday Monday if there's kids in the cinema well it's this is training isn't At it like because one o'clock. this is the kind of crap we're gonna have to go to when we, when we have a, a kid yeah, but I mean, we're going anyway without a kid, so I don't think we'll need much of a push to bring a kid to the cinema. <laughs> the kid won't want to go to the cinema because it will think cinema's not cool because we love the cinema. Yeah. All right, um, well, yeah. let's um, let's head in. Okay, bye. And, uh, see you soon. Bye. The Templetons were making plans for their newest edition. What the? Damn! Meet your new mother. But this baby has other plans. We babies are having a crisis. Babies aren't getting as much love as we used to. Behold our mortal enemy, puppies. Aww. No, that's exactly the problem. Have you learned anything? A, B, C, D. No, what have you learned about puppies? Hey, puppies. No, Jimbo, puppies are evil. Stacy, read back the notes. I can't read. What's it say? Okay, we are just out of Boss Baby, or the, I think it's The Boss Baby. It's one or the other. And we are uh, walking home by the river because it's quite a nice day today. It's very, very busy as well. Yeah, and it's always a bit embarrassing when we walk home by the river because we pass lots of people who look at us strangely. Yes, because I'm wearing big headphones <laughs> and uh, we're talking into a big fluffy thing. Um, is it just me 
Or was that movie brilliant? <laughs> I loved that movie. I thought <laughs> was it was so charming and funny and I thought it was really clever. So I was not expecting to enjoy it like that. This no, because really let's face good. it, I'd seen the trailer and it looked like garbage. It looked really terrible and annoying and one trick. I'll have but, to uh, watch the trailer then. Because honestly, I find that to be one of the sweetest movies I've seen in ages. And lovely. I'm definitely I'm actually going to buy it for my niece and nephew because I think it's such a strong kids movie and it's got such a lovely message. I was thinking the same. Um, that's I'd be happy to show that to our kid. And it's one I'd watch again. It was just very fun and imaginative. We've, we've skipped way ahead. Let's, let's, uh, let's describe what it's about. Do you want to give a quick... Uh, Synopsis. So it's about a boy who's seven. So he's had his parents for quite a long time to himself. And all of a sudden a baby comes along. And he, his imagination is very strong. And he perceives the baby to be like a boss voiced by Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And he's really corporate. It's so funny. It's all sorts of corporate jokes in there. Alec Baldwin is like this terrible baby who hates being kissed or loved or anything like that. And it's a story about how the two brothers end up working together. The concept of this movie and the whole plot is so out there. Mm. It's, it's really original. insanely imaginative. Uh, it doesn't really, like, none of it really holds up. But I, as you say, it kind of is just explained away by the fact that he, the kid has an overactive imagination. Yeah. So it kind of just implies that the whole thing is fantasy. Well, it's the power of a kid's imagination is a really fabulous thing. And this movie really captures that. And it is so funny. Like, I reckon it was a laugh every two minutes. And yeah. all the kids were laughing. All the adults were laughing. And no. When, did incorrect. you notice that? What? There was the adult next to me was not laughing. Oh, really? The at all. Next to me were and you know, he was, le- he, he was there with his son. He had a face on him the whole time because it was kind of bright enough in there. And he was kind of leaning into my armrest. Mm. Do you know? So he was kind of in my personal space. And I was like, laughing out loud but he was making me uncomfortable by his silence okay well I think that says more about you than it does about him that a stranger's silence made you uncomfortable but he was leaning into me <laughs> I was like get, a, get away from get away from me well the adults behind me were laughing um, and the kids were loving it and there was you know lots of bum jokes and fart jokes which were funny like they just work and kids love that and slapstick and physical yeah, comedy yeah like so many shots of that baby's chubby little bottom was so cute <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, I really, really enjoyed it. And we won't do spoilers for this because I imagine a lot of people won't have seen it. But we're just kind of talking general around themes, will we? Yeah, I will say um, one thing I particularly liked about this movie was the, um, the the visuals. Besides the the sort of the general day-to-day reality of the movie, which kind of looked like every other three animated movie, any time it cuts into seven-year-old Tim's imagination... It, it, it tended to go sort of very storybook. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, a, you know, he imagines being a ninja. He imagines being a pirate, and it um, it becomes almost two D the backgrounds, and it's and it, the way it cuts in and out of reality is very very clever. And there's a whole section with a storybook in this. Finding high quality mental health care can be daunting and exhausting. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, grief 
big life changes, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can now use FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. Uh, like a, sorry, a pop-up book. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, which was an expository scene, which was very, very well done. Um, Alec Baldwin was a great voice. He is so funny, and I have changed my mind. I want him to voice our baby now, not Bruce Willis. <laughs> right. amazing. It's official. He's so funny. Like, the, the terminology that baby was using, you know, like, speaking to people when he got wanted to get rid of them, he'd say, this is your exit interview, and your severance package has been um, declined, or whatever. It was silly, but it was just proper funny. I like, mean, they had jokes in there for adults as well as kids. My favourite reference was the, there was a quick reference to his character from Glen Gary Glen Ross when he said cookies are for closers. Oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just made me laugh so much. And it was such a good cast. Toby Maguire was voicing the older version of the kid who's telling, as an adult, telling the story of when his brother came along. And Lisa Kudrow was the mother. I didn't catch who the father was. Didn't catch it. Steve Buscemi was in it. Um, there, yeah, interestingly, it was it had a sort of a Wonder Years setup. So it starts as the older Tim, the seven-year-old, describing how his brother came along. But it was set. It seemed to be set in the sixties. From it what was, I could tell. yeah. Um, and Julia which, Childs was the cook on TV. Did you notice that? Yeah, it was a nice little moment. Um, and I think it's interesting with a lot of kids stuff. Actually, I think it really suits it to have that kind of retro setting because the way technology is these days and kids are just kind of in tablets all the time and stuff that's not very visual but this kid was really creative and at one point he's trying to record the baby to prove to his parents that the baby has Alec Baldwin's voice and he's using like this cassette player that he's got attached to this lead and all the technology was really fun yeah. and that wouldn't have been fun if the kid was just holding up an iPhone yeah it was interesting but it didn't really I don't think a kid would be able to tell that it was set in the 60s no it, it actually took me a while to realise to be honest it was um, just so sweet and I just love that it kind of covers that what's a universal trauma for a first child when the second child comes along yes it captures that very well so there's this um, you know Tim the seven year old has this whole routine where he his parents come in and he gets three bedtime stories and five hugs and he gets his special song which yeah. is Blackbird by the Beatles which was really lovely how they use that song towards the end as well and then there's a great line, not really a spoiler, but there, there's a great line where they start singing that song instead to the baby and Tim gets jealous. And he's like, that's my song. My parents wrote that for me. And he says, oh, really, your parents are Lennon and McCarthy? And he says, no, their names are Janice and, and Tom. Like, you don't even know their names. <laughs> um, it was just like genuine warmth and humour for me. There was a really cute montage in it when the brothers kind of team up on this mission and the parents are to bring your kid to work day and there's like a dressing montage of the kids trying on outfits which is always my favourite kind of montage doing each other's hair and getting all slick and stuff like that um, the, 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 the plot of this is batshit whoever came up with this I feel like the concept was you know what if Alec Baldwin voiced a baby I think that's where they started no, I think that's where the pitch book. was that's oh it was a book pitch, oh yeah. sorry okay I'm actually going to go into Waterstones and have a look at the book because I'm really curious I think it's a really clever idea but and the, I think it just, it's a kid... Because if the opening question of the movie from the seven-year-old is, where do babies come from? Yeah. And hilariously, at that point, the little girl behind me said, they come from babyland <laughs> to oh. her parents. But so the whole movie is answering, 
how a seven-year-old would conceive of where a baby came from. Which and is... it's crazy what he imagines. Yeah, it was great fun. So it's, a, it's essentially a company called BabyCore who, what do they, like, they kind of produce babies. Yeah. And then the babies either go to families on Earth, uh, by which point they forget that they were ever in BabyCore, or they stay in uh, middle and upper management, which is where Alec, Alec Baldwin goes. And there's this great little sort of conveyor belt scene at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, visually I loved that scene. That re- as soon as that baby conveyor belt thing started, I was like, oh, I'm sold on this movie. This is yeah. really funny and really cute what they were doing, like powdering all their bums and putting bottles in their mouth. And it was just very visually sweet. And it was just getting a lot of interest from the audience. Everyone was kind of laughing. And and the the bad guys in this movie are Puppico, which is essentially... So it's, baby, it's basically babies versus puppies. Puppies are taking too much love in the world. Um, so it's just mad. It's mad. that And, and uh, that's who Tim's parents work for. They visit this pet uh, company and they must like, why does this pet company have so much money? I know, the whole thing's, the whole thing's his imagination because his parents work in marketing in a puppy company. Obviously, in reality, his parents work in an office, but he's imagined this crazy scenario where his parents work with puppies. And I just love that the villains were actually really good in this movie because often in a lot of kids movies the villains are just ridiculous but you've got the guy who was an evil baby that grew well, up well hang on yeah, that's a spoiler called. alert right oh, there okay I don't think it's a spoiler alert spoilers for the boss baby spoiler for the boss baby there's an evil it is. character that's a, in it that's a big reveal in the middle of the movie okay we'll put a spoiler you can't on. just go around ruining boss baby <laughs> okay. for people Cathy um, so you've got that villain and you've got his brother who's like a bit of an oaf and this is the second movie in a row after Guardians of the Galaxy where we've had a Mary Poppins joke, quite a funny Mary Poppins joke about yes. um, a big gruff man with an umbrella flying. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, two and in all, a row. Were you keeping an eye out for parenting tips? I was. <laughs> I mean, I, I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I got two anything. parenting tips. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, hang on. No, let's backtrack. If, we cannot actually apply anything that happened in Boss Baby to real life. Well, we applied. We got tips from. Um, Look who's talking. Did we? I, what, what was the, the tip? Don't let a strange taxi driver into Don't your house? Don't let a strange taxi driver into our house to mind the baby. Okay, well, go and on. What's, what's the one you got from this movie? So apparently in this movie, it's okay to leave a seven-year-old in charge of your baby. <laughs> and they yeah. can fly to get the solo. Oh, no, no, they had a... Um, no, they had a, they had a minder. They had scary, scary poppins. Not when they initially got to Puppy Corp. Oh, yeah. But they, were, but they were but they were in the crash area. No, they were sent to a puppy pen. They were surrounded <laughs> by dogs and the seven-year-old was in charge. And my other tip was, good tip, safety tip, always wear a helmet. Seven-year-old tells the baby when they go on the bike. Yes, that was a nice, <laughs> that was a nice little message. Yeah. And you should love your brother was the big message. You always have your brother. They said that we'll be brothers forever. As long as we live, we'll always have each other. They say this in horror when they don't like each other. It but was very really sweet-natured, wasn't it, the movie? I, I liked it. it. I, I would teared say it's up. Really endearing, really funny, and clever. And for you know, I, I wouldn't say like I tend to be probably a bit of a snob towards Disney and Pixar movies. Um, I don't know why. I just I'm particularly interested when I hear about a DreamWorks animation, but this really sold it for me. Well, they are the underdog. Let's face it. In terms yeah. of in terms of quality and grade, um, there's there's a bit more of a of a sheen and originality to. Pixar and Disney or they, there tends to be um, but yeah this one this one just really stood out yeah and almost a year ago on a Sunday afternoon so quite similar to a bank holiday Monday we were a bit hungover 
and again trying to you know waste our own time we went to see the secret life of pets and we both thought that was rubbish yeah and which we reviewed on this podcast yes we did a review on one of our very early ones Mm -hmm. so the audio quality is not as good but the we just both thought that was absolute rubbish and i was expecting this to be along those lines purely because it's dreamworks and i know that that's not appropriate for me to think that well i've been proven wrong uh secret life of pets was illumination studios the guys who made uh, despicable me they look kind of the same visually though don't they they do that's the other thing disney and pixar do tend to they they look a bit different they look a bit classier almost Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I've got I don't have much else yeah, to say. Yeah, nothing else to say really. Interestingly, so we've been going to the same cinema for about a year and a half now. It's our last trip to the cinema, and we're ending on Boss Baby, which is an interesting one to end on. Um, next Although- weekend, Dave's going to be in Ireland, but I'll still be in Richmond. And my mom, who is our very special recurring guest, my mom is going to be over. So me and her will go to some. What are you going to go see? I don't know. I'll have to see what's out. The last one we saw was Moana together. We saw Star Trek with you, and me and Mom on our own also watched. I love the Richard Linkletter. Everybody wants them. If anyone hasn't heard our review of Star Trek Beyond with Kathy's mom, please go and <laughs> listen to that. It's a favorite episode. She she had no idea what was happening. It was amazing. It was amazing. That was one of the samples we sent him for the British Podcast Awards because it was just so funny with my mom. All um, right. Um, yeah. Well, this is sad. It's sad that we're leaving Richmond. It's been. I've loved living here. I yeah. haven't really loved the cinema, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, no. No, uh, no, no offence, guys, but uh, your cinema has often smelled of dog shit. Yes. And when I said um, earlier we were even going to look at the Curzone, I didn't mean that it's not a nice cinema, it's a lovely cinema. It's just that we have unlimited passes for the other cinema, so we try and keep within that budget. You can't really be £17 makes, a month. Yeah, our podcast has no money. Yes. Um, so, yeah, anyway, you should check us out on iTunes and leave us a review. We would gratefully accept any review on it. Five stars nothing under that <laughs> you can't just elicit a five star yeah. review no use your use use your your editorial sensibility uh, listeners to leave just, us a five star uh, review you can, you'd say what you think we're worth you know don't just go dropping around five stars because people tell you to okay well then just don't leave us a review if you don't think <laughs> if you've got nothing nice to say then yeah. leave us alone please um, and follow us on twitter at the cinemile yeah, and we're on Facebook um, at the Cinemile as well. And uh, that's about it. Okay, bye. Right. Have a nice long weekend. Bye. Put that cookie down. Cookies are for closers.